Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and kings and queens. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, vision carriers. Good morning, students of excellence. Good morning, family. Good morning, VIPs, vision impact partners. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I'm excited about your future. Yeah, did you hear me? I said I'm excited about your future. I want to talk to you from a thought this morning. Now what? Mm. Now what? Mm -hmm. He walked out on you and the kids. Uh -oh. Now what? The business that you were building <clears throat> went backwards and fell apart. Now what? A business partner didn't fulfill their end of the bargain. They didn't do what they said they were going to do. Now what? The money that you had put away for another investment. Now what? The, the, the people that said the investment would pay off mm -hmm. and that it was a sure thing now are playing games and don't have your money. Now what? The investment that you made. In that surefire deal, mm -hmm. now you can't even find the people that's supposed to pay you. Ooh, now, what? You invested the last years of your life building something, mm -hmm. putting your energy into it, your time, mm -hmm. your effort into that ministry, into that man, into that woman, and you look up, there's no return on the investment now. What? You went to school, got good grades, passed your test, you got a good education, you graduated, put together a resume so you could go get yourself a good job. You started the job and here you are bored out of your mind. <laughs> you feel helpless mm -hmm. in that cubicle. You feel like a damsel in distress now. My story. What? <laughs> the man that was so romantic when mm -hmm. you dated him, he mm -hmm. brought you flowers and wrote you love notes and was so concerned and listened to every word that proceeded out of your mouth. Now y'all and got married, and this joker is acting like a plum monkey. Now, what? See, I believe we all get to the point in our businesses, in our bodies, in our marriages, in our friendships, where we ask the question. Whether it's consciously or subconsciously, you get to the proverbial question in life where you say, now what? Mm -hmm. Do you know that everything we do is connected to someone we know? Did you hear me? Everything you do, think about it, think about it. The reason why you live where you live is probably somebody you know referred that to you. The reason why you do what you do, somebody you know gave you advice to go in that direction. Uh -huh. 
The, the reason why you live where you live, why you are in the city, the state, the country you're in, is through a connection of somebody that you know, somebody that you knew, somebody that you trusted, somebody that you like, and you took on the recommendation oftentimes to go in that direction, to go into that business, to go into that relationship, to start working out on that area of your body, to start doing this and start to start doing that. And here's what I've discovered about people. People will disappoint you. Yep. Yeah. People will oftentimes disappoint you. It is life. It's life. They don't always mean to disappoint. They don't necessarily have a motive to disappoint. Most of the times people start off with good intentions. But I heard one author tell me, he said that the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Now what? After the disappointment, after they dropped the ball, after they didn't do what they said they were going to do. And it's amazing to me how they can keep the same energy in the beginning. They're so convinced. They're so convicted. They're so assured. They're so confident in the beginning of the whole deal. But, oh, when the deal falls apart, they don't keep the same energy. Now they're loosely based and they've got all types of conjecture and excuses and justifications and rationalizations. And they want you to be an understanding, mature individual when they are the ones that drop the ball. I don't know if I'm talking to anybody today that had your confidence broken by man. Now what? I heard... I had uh, I had an experience. I had an experience, um, you know, coming up in business. I'll never forget this, and and um, you know, this experience really shaped the modality that I have when it when it comes to working and dealing with people in all areas of business. And I never forget a mentor of mine told me when a person with money meets a person with experience, the person with the experience leaves with the money. Yep. And the person with the money leaves with the experience. That's so true. Now what? The friend that you thought was a friend. The ones that you shared the innermost secrets of your life. You know, the, the, the one that you told where you buried the bodies. The, that, 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 that friend that you gave every key to the closet to see all those skeletons. Right. And here you are hearing back what you've told him or what you've told her from somebody that you don't really like. Ooh, wait, that's the worst. Now what? Mm. Now what do I do when I've, I've, I've trusted you? A man that cannot be, a man that has not been tested is a man that cannot be trusted. A woman that has not been tested is a woman that cannot be trusted. And I trusted you. And oftentimes we have been all guilty of trusting somebody that has not passed the test. You, here it is, you can find yourself trusting somebody because another person mm -hmm. told you they passed the test. Baby, I can't trust you until you pass the test in my class. That's right. You know, when you go to school, you, you've got different classes. That's true. And you have different teachers. That's true. And uh, just because you passed Algebra 1 doesn't mean you passed social studies. That's true. And, uh, and here's the issue with some of us. 
and we get to this place of now what in our life, whereas uh, we want to get, oh, here it is. You want to give people a passing grade in social studies because the friend of yours that was their teacher for Algebra 1 said they made an A+. Plus. But here's what I know about people. Oftentimes people will, will have to have you teach them how to treat you. You teach people how to treat you. Yeah. You teach them how to treat you. So when you get to the place of now what? Oh, I gotta I gotta handle that. Mm-hmm. You gotta handle it. And, and 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 here's what happens with most of us. We don't want to have the courage to handle it. So this is you know what we do? We suffer in silence. Yeah. Scam artists succeed because victims suffer. In silence. In silence. The Me Too campaign or the Me Too movement is shedding a light on all of those that have been victims of abuse. That word abuse is abnormal use. And I wonder how many of us have been sitting and sulking and suffering in silence because when it came to the now what decision, we kept quiet. Now what? Now what? says, I I won't suffer in silence. Now what says, I won't let this beat me. Now what says, I won't let this circumstance, this experience cost me my mind. I won't let this circumstance cost me my soul. I won't allow what she did and what he didn't do cost me to become eroded and corroded at the center of my soul. I get to the place of now what where I want to change it so I confront it. You cannot change what you're not willing to confront. You've got to confront it head on and there's a point in every mature man and every mature woman's life where you say now what? I show up and I handle it. Now what? I show up and I overcome it. Now what? I show up to the battles of life ready, ready, hungry and able to decide that this won't take me down. And my question for you this morning, my question for you this afternoon, wherever it is that you're watching, my question for you is now that all this has happened, Now that all of that has taken place, I get it. It wasn't your fault, but it is now your problem. (laughs) I get it. You didn't plan for it, but baby, you are prepared for it. I get it. You had your confidence in man, but it should always be in God. Knowing that he that the son has set free is free indeed. I am getting to the point in my life. When no matter what happens, no matter what's done, what's said, I don't react. I respond with an answer to the question that we're posing today. Now what? So you talked about classes. Yeah. And you got, you said algebra. Algebra. And social studies. Yeah. We all know that the hours Mm. are transferable. That's right. You go from JUCO. Junior college mm-hmm. to uh, four-year university. Yep. Some of those hours are transferable. That's right. But this is what the spirit told me: the hours are transferable, but the work isn't. Wow. You wow. can't transfer the work that you put in one place to be the work in the new place. That's right. Because this is not that. Nope. 
So when you get to that point where you made that transfer, you've made that transition, you realize, you know, I have to do things in a different way. Mm -hmm. You still got to work. Yes, you do. The, the, the worst thing that you could do is get to that now what place and attempt to use old thinking and old ways uh, to change the new situation. Mm -hmm. You can't build a new house with old bricks. Mm -hmm. You got to do a new thing. Yep. Because this new place, this new situation, this new position that you're in requires something different of you. You know, I worked in retail. I started when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. um, my first job, I was 14, actually. Um, but I started my career when I was 17 mm -hmm. in retail. And um, I was a cash rep. Mm -hmm. Girl, I worked the cash register. Go ahead. And then as I grew, uh -huh. Uh -huh, they made me a keyed sales associate. Come on, keyed. I had a key. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what the key was for. <laughs> but I had a key. A key. <laughs> so, as I went from being a key associate to being uh, an assistant manager, the responsibilities were different. Wow. I was faced with situations with managing people where I had a lot of now what cases. Somebody called in sick to work. Okay, now what? Now what do mm -hmm. I do? No, what do you do? That's like, that's like the, the foundational question when you're attempting to learn something. When something happens, the first thing is, okay, now what do we do? What do mm -hmm, we do? Mm -hmm. um, when I was working in the store, um, we used to have a lot of people come in. It's still all the time. Mm. Um, you know, you had the clothes set out at the tables by the front door. There are professional people who just still, they call it organized retail crime. Mm -hmm. And so they will go up and they'll literally just like swipe out the whole front table. You know, if I was working in the store by myself, they'd ask me to get something from the back, mm -hmm. maybe a size or something. And so if I left the sales floor and there was nobody else there, they'll clean house mm -hmm. while I was in the back. While I come out, the table's empty. And I'm like, now what do I do? Right, right, right. <laughs> the, the now what question forces you to grow. Yeah. It, when you ask the question now what, that's an indicator that you are in an uncomfortable place. Mm -hmm. That something has changed and you got to make a good decision. Like, what are you going to, it's a problem solving thing. Mm. Now, what is a problem solving thing? You have to learn how to solve problems because problems only keep coming up. Mm -hmm. You can't run from it. I couldn't just sit there and act like the table wasn't empty. Because as soon as my manager came into the store or my district manager at the time, they would have been like, Portia, what happened? Mm. Now, what do we do? Mm -hmm. There's a list of things that you have to do in those situations to, to overcome it, mm -hmm. to fix it, to resolve it so that you can try to prevent it from happening again. And so um, when you fail at something, the answer to your now what question is to attempt it again. Mm. Don't give up. Mm -hmm. I have to sneeze. I'm Go ahead and sneeze it then. It won't come out. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Now what? Now what? <laughs> <laughs> I have to, but it won't I come out. I have to, but it won't come out. Now, now what? what? I just keep going. Mm -hmm. So anyway, um, the, the now what forces you to have to solve problems. And mm -hmm. that's such an important thing for all of us to know how to do, whether it's in your marriage, it's in your parenting. Yep. Um, somebody lied on you. Okay, mm -hmm. now what are you going to do? You know right. what you can do? Tell the truth about them. True. If you lie on me, I'm just going to tell the truth about you. Mm-hmm. And if, you're, if your heart and your hands are clean in the situation, telling the truth about them isn't going to be a problem. Mm -hmm. It will be for them. Absolutely. Because it's going to expose them as a liar, Always. as a thief, mm -hmm. as a manipulator, or whatever mm -hmm. it is that they're doing. Yep. So it's not going to be good for them. They're going to be upset. 
but your name will stay clear. Your mm -hmm. hands will stay clear. Your heart will stay clear, right? Because the best way to defeat a liar is to just tell the truth about them. Always. That's it. They can't handle it. They get frazzled. They're all over the place. And so in Romans chapter 5, verses 3 through 5, in the Amplified Version, it tells us this. And not only this, but with joy, let us exalt in our sufferings and rejoice in our hardships, knowing that hardship, distress, mm -hmm. pressure, trouble produces patient endurance hmm. and endurance produces proven character which is spiritual maturity right and proven character produces hope and confident assurance of eternal salvation and such hope in god promises never disappoint us because god's love has been abundantly poured out within our hearts through the holy spirit who he has given to us and so when when this is basically the answer to your now what okay something bad has happened i'm going through it so what do i do now what you rejoice in your hardships mm -hmm. now this seems like an oxymoron mm -hmm. because it's a hardship it's a tough place it hurts it's painful i don't like it it doesn't feel good mm -hmm. and you telling me to celebrate wow how does that make sense well yeah. it makes sense because that's a moment. You can have a moment, you just can't have a day. Right. It's a temporary situation. It's very temporary. Mm -hmm. And so it's going to end very soon. And I believe, and I so strongly that your mindset, your perspective of what's going on will determine what happens next. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and my husband's family, which is also my family, mm -hmm. but um, we have a lot of doctors mm -hmm. in the family. And one of them was talking about how they worked um, in, in the hospital and all the patients, majority of the patients, she said about 80% who are sick could mm. actually get out the hospital sooner yeah. if they change their mind. Because hmm. what happens is the doctor gives them a diagnosis, mm -hmm. whether it's uh, cancer, diabetes, high blood pressure, whatever the condition or the issue is, yeah. and they instantly begin to act like they think a person with that condition would act. True. Oh, I have this disease now. How does a person with this disease act? They start Googling it. Mm. And, oh, you're going to be sad. Yep. You're going to be depressed. You're yep. going to be this. So now they are like, oh, I'm too happy. Let me be sad. <laughs> I'm too happy. Let me be depressed. Mm -hmm. And so she said about 80% of the people who are hospitalized to this day mm -hmm. could actually get out sooner. Yep. If they change the way they think. And she said their life would have gone on just beautifully had yeah. they not even known that it was there. True. Wow. Because the moment you know that the issue's there, mm. and you don't know what to do after you ask the question, now what? Mm -hmm. You would default to what you think that person or that that with that issue or that condition would act like. Wow. And nine times out of ten, that's the wrong way to think. That's the wrong way to act. Mm -hmm. If nobody ever told you, just think about children. If they're constantly told mm -hmm. um, that they can do something, they're not going to believe that they can't. Mm -hmm. But if they were constantly told, and I know some of you have experienced it, you're not good enough, you're not cute enough, you're mm -hmm. not tall enough, you're mm -hmm. not short enough, you're not skinny enough, you're not big enough, you're just not enough. Right. When you grow up, that's all that's replaying in your mind. Mm -hmm. I'm not enough. So you're 50 years old, and you haven't done anything that you set out to do that you mm -hmm. desire in your heart. You haven't done what your heart desires, mm -hmm. because you keep replaying from what you were told when you were five about you not being enough. Mm -hmm. And so now you play that narrative so much you believe it. Mm -hmm. So when you ask the when people ask you the question, now what? Or you get to that point of, okay, you started something, now what? Mm -hmm. You don't move forward because the answer to your not what, because of your conditioning is, I'm not good enough. Right. 
Now what? Nothing. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not enough. Mm -hmm. That's a lie. Mm -hmm. That's a lie. So when you experience those hardships, when those when that opposition shows up, you need to know that that's a sign that you are in a position. And you mm -hmm. have to keep pushing forward. Mm -hmm. The now what question is about solving a problem. Hmm. You have to solve a problem. This ain't the same problem solving you did in school. Hmm. Where they'll give you a paragraph of Tommy has five apples. Right. <laughs> right? right. And Sarah wants four. But Tommy doesn't want to share. Now, this isn't that. Hmm. This is real life. Mm -hmm. But the principles are still the same. Right. You assess the situation. You see what you have to work with. Mm -hmm. And if what you don't have, what you have to work with isn't enough, you may do with what you have, but you do something. Right. What comes after the now what is more work. Mm hmm you have to continue to work through that issue, that problem, that challenge, and that situation to get to the other side. When the mm -hmm. answer, when the question comes up, now what? Mm -hmm. That's not the time for you to sit still. Mm -hmm. It's not the time for you to fold up. It's not the time for you to tuck your tail and run because mm -hmm. it got hard, because it got difficult, mm -hmm. okay? Because there's some roadblocks. No, no, no. It's a time for you to really think through and solve the problem. My answer for, for the now what question it's to keep pushing forward. Yep. I recommend that be your answer too. Now what? What's your answer? What's your response? Mm -hmm. God bless you. God bless your families. And God most certainly bless your dream. Thank you for joining us today, guys. Please make sure you like the When Dreams Collide page on Facebook. Join the group as well. Follow us on Instagram. IG. You can get your moment when you want it on iTunes. SoundCloud, YouTube, and on our website, whendreamscollide.com. And we will see you guys. What's tomorrow? Tomorrow's Friday? Tomorrow's Friday. Tomorrow's Friday. See we'll you see tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> share the message, guys. Go share, share, share. Now what?